For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Just like the NBA, the WNBA's game day is packed with responsibilities. You don't just show up a couple of hours before a game, before the tip-off. It starts with shoot-around. Then it's on to pregame responsibilities. We'll hear from Coach Derek Fisher. We'll hear from players throughout this episode as well. This is a very special episode, number 90. It's a game day episode. This one, ahead of their game with Dallas. Enjoy the show as I take you inside a day in the life of your LA Sparks on game day. We start after shoot around, it's 10.30 a.m. Pacific time, and we have Amanda Zowie B and Bria Holmes. Chris Camello of Nightcast Media kicks things off. Hey, good morning, ladies, how are you? Good morning. Um, so yeah, obviously it's your second meeting uh, in a couple of weeks with Dallas. Uh, Amanda, you didn't play in the um, in the first meeting when things kind of got a little out of hand in, in the uh, second through the fourth quarter, how do you kind of see yourself kind of coming in and, and maybe making more of an impact uh, um, in, this, in this game for the Sparks against the Wings tonight? Um, I think that we're just going to build off the two games we had in Chicago. Um, we play way better those games, and that's what we are going to build on. Um, yeah, just trying to do whatever I did at the Chicago games to help my team win. Uh, bring as much energy as possible. Thanks, Chris. We'll go to Brady Cloud for SB Nation. Morning, y'all. Uh, I got a question for one for each of you. Um, Amanda, first with you. I'm just wondering how your back is feeling. Are you is are you at all compromised? You're fully good. I mean, I played 35 minutes, so <laughs> I'm good. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> I got cleared. <laughs> And Bria, I'm wondering for you, after playing in those first two games, having that long break between the games, and now y'all are in a rhythm of playing every other game, uh, how how much easier has it been for you personally and for the team to to find a rhythm now that you're playing a more normal schedule? Well, I technically haven't found my rhythm yet, but um, <laughs> as a team, it's been well, you know, um, us having to practice more and getting to know each other well. It's like, this is a brand new team. So, you know, us having that time, off being able to practice more and, you know, fixing things that we needed to fix in those those losses that we lost. Um, I think it's like she was saying, like, those Chicago games really helped us and I, we, we're just going to keep building off of that. Um, you know, um, our first time we played Dallas didn't go our way, but, you know, this time around, I think we're ready and we're prepared and, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. John Davis with Winsider. First, I wanted to talk to you about this, Bria. You, you mentioned what I was thinking that you hadn't found your rhythm yet. You know, I know you. I know that you're playing hard, um, but you are shooting 10% so far this season. I know it's a small sample size, but how do you process and reconcile that in your mind to move forward and, and get the ball to go in the basket? Um, take it day by day, game by game. You know, um, I know what I'm capable of doing and what I what I've been doing to stay in this league. So you know, um, I know it'll come. Um, like I haven't played since September in a real game. So you know. 
I'm just trying to get my legs and feet back under me, you know, um, just keep building confidence. Um, like I said, like before, like I didn't have that in Connecticut and I definitely have that here now. So, you know, just having my teammates and coaches just standing behind me through it all. I mean, just having a great support system, just helping me, you know, just staying positive through it all. And also to add on that, I know you didn't ask me, but I didn't know she was shooting that percentage and you definitely don't feel it because she brings the energy and she do all the other small things. And sometimes, yeah, you might not be scoring all the points, but you're doing all the things that don't show up on paper. And that's why Bria is so important onto this team. Rashawn Haylock with Spectrum. For Bria, how important is pace tonight, considering, you know, their team that, that likes to get up and down too. Um, they can score into the 90s. Uh, you actually saw that pace up close and personal, you know, in game one. Um, so how, how important is that tonight? How, and, and how do you approach it as a team? Um, we just got to come out ready and give the throw the first punch, um, come out with a lot of energy, including whoever comes off the bench too as well. Everybody's going to play. So, you know, we just got to be ready and, you know, stay focused and go with our game schemes. And I think we'll be fine because like we like to run too. So like once we get going and our defense gets going, it's going to create our offense. So, you know, um, I think that's going to be a big key for tonight's win. And Amanda, for you, what have you seen um, personally defensively from the team since you've been back in the lineup. I know we talked about your, you know, how vocal you've been and, and how how much how helpful that's been for the team. But what have you seen in terms of strides that have been made on that side of the floor? Yeah, I think we're being way more aggressive and we're playing with more pride in a sense. So we are in this together and we got each other's back. And I think that kind of been the difference. Uh, it started in practice and it has really carried on especially into the last game we just played against Chicago. It could have been a game where any team just folded. Uh, but I think we stuck together and really played tough defense. Last one for this morning. We'll go to Gabby Ducharm with LASparks.com. Uh, Amanda, I got a question for you. Uh, the last time the Dallas Wings, the last time you guys played against the Dallas Wings, you weren't playing at that time. So uh, what are your thoughts on your matchup tonight, possibly guarding people like Charlie Collier um, and just kind of the young team that Dallas is. Uh, what are your thoughts on the matchup as this will be your first time playing them this season? I mean, we all know they're very talented. Uh, but I think the main thing about tonight is going to be focus on us. Um, like in this league, we know all the plays, all the teams run. So it's just a matter of fact of executing our defensive plan and then get buckets. So not putting too much focus on, you know, their top picks. With all due respect, but we're going to focus on us. And that concludes Shoot Around. Special thanks to Natalie Gilmore, the coordinator of public relations and communications. We'll be back with more after this break. Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds, and it's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. We have arrived at pregame. It's about 3.55 Pacific time as the LA Sparks are preparing for the Dallas Wings. And now we're going to hear from general manager and head coach, Derek Fisher. Rashawn Haylock has the first question. As far as NECA, um, how imperative is it for her to get to the foul line like she did uh, last game? Um, yeah, I mean, I, it's highly uh, imperative and valuable for us. Uh, you know, 
you know, we have to do, I think, a better job of, of making sure that uh, in our desire to make sure we're playing with fluidity and continuity, like as we give more rhythm to what we're doing offensively, that we don't forget to just make sure she touches the basketball in, in the post and mid post areas and give her a chance to go to work and, um, you know, put the opponent and put the referees in a position where they have to make a decision. And she, she may not always get every call, you know, no player does, but, um, you know, she attacks aggressively when she's in good position. So it's definitely something that, uh, you know, we need to help her to, um, you know, keep at the top of our list of priorities. Uh, how do you go against their pace? I know you want to get up and down as well. Um, do you envision this being a track meet or are you a little bit more controlled in your tempo tonight? How do you see that playing out? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I think, you know, they're, they're best in transition, um, you know, like many teams are. It's, it's hard to score, um, you know, against half-court set defense at this level. So, you know, we, we don't want to be overly, you know, cautious and passive and keeping some pace in our game. Um, you know, because we, we want to get to a point where we're converting, um, you know, the, the easier and more efficient shots, which are, you know, before defense is, is set. Um, but at the same time, you know, hopefully our, um, I think, you know, connection and understanding of uh, who we are individually and as a team, our strengths and weaknesses, uh, you know, that we can, we can still push the ball to explore things early, you know, flatten the defense um, and then if there isn't anything there that's easy and early, you know, then have that discipline to be able to execute something in, in flow and in secondary. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll take what's there, but for sure on, on Dallas's home court, we're going to have to be smart about, you know, poor shot selection and, and unforced errors. Doug Feinberg with the AP. You guys played such good defense, it seemed, in Chicago this past weekend. How did you get that to carry over tonight to, I mean, sort of the last question you answered, like with a really talented team that loves to get up and down the court. Yeah. I mean, I, I you know, I think we, we really have to make sure we take care of the basketball. Um, you know, we, we obviously have been disruptive and caused problems for our opponent. Um, but, you know, we were sloppy with the basketball at times uh, versus Chicago on, on Sunday evening. So we have to be good with the basketball ourselves in terms of our decisions um, and good passing on time on target. Uh, good shot selection, um, and then no ball watching when the shot goes up. You know, you, you can't make every shot. Uh, so, you know, we need, you know, two, if not three Sparks players, uh, you know, sprinting back in transition defense as that shot is going up uh, so that we can give ourselves a chance to get back against this team uh, who's they're really talented and um, they play with a lot of pace. And, you know, their two guards in, in Enrique and Marina are, are playing really good basketball and, you know, I think as this team gets hold and, and uh, you know, they get all their pieces back, you know, they have a good thing going here in Dallas. And uh, so, you know, we'll, we'll have to be smart about what we do offensively to, to try to make sure we're, we're not just, you know, shooting a lot of long shots that are leading the runouts uh, for the wings. And my other question is just, is Cheney good to go tonight? If not, is there sort of a timetable on her at all? Yeah, no, I think we're, we're all kind of trying to figure out what the right balance is with, with Shanae as she's working her way back from, you know, being out last season um, and, you know, had the right knee cleaned up a little bit in the off season, but there isn't any major challenge or issue um, that we're facing. It's really more, you know, what are the right amount of minutes um, and, and how do we make sure that, you know, it's not every few days uh, something that we need to think about, but, you know, we're, we're going to work together with Shanae to create what, what the right plan is 
Um, I, I think it was kind of a, a thing that caught us all off guard with, you know, playing one game for, you know, in a week for three weeks. And then all of a sudden, you know, boom, boom, Friday night, Sunday. And, um, you know, and it was kind of, you know, not really used to having to be right back at it, you know, less than 48 hours later. Uh, so nothing really alarming, but we, we just felt like it was the right thing to do Sunday and, and still tonight just to, um, you know, make sure as our schedule ramps up, um, you know, we, we don't put her in a position where she's going the wrong direction as things start to pick up. So, um, you know, she did a little something this morning, but we're still not going to play her tonight um, just to make sure that we're, you know, we're doing the right thing. We'll be right back at it on Thursday and Saturday and, you know, into another road trip next week. So, um, you know, we, we got other bodies and we'll, we'll find a way to get it done. Thanks, Doug. We'll go to Megan Hines with the SWAV report. How important is it for you guys to be more top-notch on defense on the perimeter, at least, with, like, the three-point shooting from Dallas as well? Yeah, I mean, I think we, we've done some really good things defensively, but, um, you know, some of the breakdowns that are taking place aren't, aren't necessarily, um, you know, schematic or, you know, tactical in any way in terms of being caught off guard by what our opponent is doing. Um, you know, just, just game slippage that happens – whether sometimes early in the season or even sometimes late in the season where just carrying over your, your defensive principles, um, you know, one possession at a time, you know, it, it gets lax. And when you're playing against really good players and good teams, um, you know, some teams, you know, can stress you out more than others. So I think this Dallas team has multiple players that can, that can cause problems for you. And that gets, you know, individual defensive players thinking about their matchup more than our team defensive uh, principles and, and concepts. Uh, so, you know, hopefully tonight, you know, all five players are locked into what we're trying to get accomplished on that end of the floor. And uh, no one player gets caught up in I'm guarding this player. So I should be closer to her versus where I should be um, in our defensive, uh, you know, shell and, and our foundational principles. So, um, you know, those are things we're still working at and, and it's early, but, uh, you know, some some of these things are non-negotiables and we, we just have to keep holding our, our players accountable to doing it the way we want to get it done. Last question for coach. We'll go to Ryan Witter with lasparks.com. So I was just uh, wanted to ask, um, I know one of the things that you uh, wanted to stress with NECA uh, in the preseason was getting her to uh, take more threes, but she's obviously been highly effective uh, and highly efficient scoring. And um, those last games, she only took one three. So I was wondering if that strategy has shifted at all, given how effective she's been just going, um, sticking to her game. Yeah, I mean, I think that it, it's still um, a, a goal, um, you know, four games into 32 game season. Like, we, you know, we expect things to continue to evolve as we kind of figure out what's going to be best for this particular team and, and this roster. Um, but, you know, right now there's no question that, you know, she's our best threat in, in, in the, the areas below the free throw line extended. So, uh, you know, we don't want her to get away from that. Um, I, I think what also has kind of changed for us over this past weekend, of course, is, is um, you know, Amanda Zowie B being back in, in, in the lineup and her ability to stretch the floor at, as a big. Um, it allows us to keep NECA below free throw line um, extended offensively at times, maybe more than in the past. So um, still something we definitely want to do. Um, be, because we want to utilize NECA's ability to, to shoot the basketball facing uh, facing the hoop. Uh, but, you know, we're going to allow each night uh, to kind of dictate, 
you know, what we need to try and get accomplished to, to win that night. And yes, we have some ideals and, and uh, priorities as far as pace and the type of shots we want to get and the things we want to try and achieve. But every night is different um, in, in this league. And so uh, I think NEC has just done a good job taking what has been there and, uh, you know, not trying to float out to behind the three-point line just to say she shot a few more threes. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's why she's historically been so efficient as a player because she takes what the defense gives her. And right now she's she's effective closer to the basket. A road loss for your L.A. Sparks in front of 1,372 fans in Dallas. The Wings now 2-4 and four with that 79-69 victory over L.A., Four sparks and double figures led by Christy Tolliver's 14. Taya Cooper had 12 and 10 points apiece for Neka Gumake and Amanda Zowie B. The sparks are now two and three on the season. Let's hear from the head coach, Derek Fisher, once again, along with leading scorers Christy Tolliver and Taya Cooper. Uh, what did you see in, in that second quarter that allowed them to kind of go on that run that they did? I mean, I, you know, to accurately speak to it, I'll, I'll have to, you know, go back and look at it to like really, really connect to what, you know, happened possession by possession. Um, I think, you know, we I think we gave into, you know, some fatigue a little bit, um, you know, in that second quarter. Um, and, and even as the first quarter went on, like we, we kind of lost that steam that we started the game with, um, you know, and we were a little shorter in our rotation tonight and. You know, I think that just kind of added up for us. Um, you know, KT picked up a couple early fouls um, and, you know, that, that kind of changed the complexion of some of the things we had going well for us offensively a little bit. Um, but, yeah, I'll go back and, and, and look and, and watch tonight and, you know, and I think in more detail, probably be able to see some other things. I mean, you know, the, obviously defensively, there, you know, we had some breakdowns at times, but, you know, a, a team, you know, like Dallas that plays as fast as they play and, and as talented as they are, like to hold them under 80 points, like we can't be overly, you know, frustrated with what happened defensively. Like we just didn't put the ball in the basket, like, you know, and I have to figure out a way to continue to um, create opportunities, you know, efficient opportunities for players to score and our team to be able to score. And, um, you know, I have, I have to go back and look and see where I can do a better job there. And, you know, I think our players are going to do the same thing and uh, try to figure out how they can be better as well. KT shot it well tonight. Another player, you know, coming back after missing last season. Um, how encouraging was that, you know, and just in terms of her being able to, you know, get back in rhythm? Yeah, I mean, you know, just to see her field goal attempts above three is, is a positive sign. Um, so, you know, I think we did have better ball movement at times. Um, you know, we created some great opportunities for ourselves that, um, you know, we just didn't convert. And, you know, again, we uh, I, I have to figure out how to continue to help, uh, you know, get us good looks and good opportunities, you know, especially for, for uh, KT. Uh, you know, I think she's she's our best, you know, perimeter shooter. And, uh, you know, she's she's really good with the basketball. So, you know, I, I just have to keep figuring out how I can, um, you know, help help her and, and help our team get get her more opportunities at the basket. Yeah, two part question. Uh, one, uh, what is the status of uh, NECA's uh, left knee? 
Um, obviously, she didn't play in the majority of that second half. And two, uh, you know, Bria is, is also struggling right now offensively. But Amanda said earlier today that she does a lot of things that uh, don't always show up on the stat sheet. So I just wanted you to kind of comment on uh, how pleased you've been uh, with her play so far. Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, for NECA, we'll, you know, we'll get more, um, you know, I think certainty of, of, of what exactly is going on, like after she's examined, uh, you know, medically, you know, I, I don't want to get in front of it. I, I don't think we're going to, you know, have any, uh, you know, major issues. I think she just like her knee hit the floor really hard and, and um, it just kind of felt, you know, a little bit uncomfortable, um, you know, when she started to put, you know, continue to put some weight on it. So we'll see, um, you know, once, once uh, the docs here, you know, get a, get a chance to just kind of rule out some things here on the ground. And then of course, when we get back to LA and, 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 and get a chance to see our docs and medical people, uh, you know, we'll take a closer look and we'll make sure we, uh, you know, get that information out to you as quickly as possible. But, um, you know, NECA's a trooper and, you know, I, I think she's going to be fine and, and hopefully we can get that, um, you know, assurance and get that confirmed here over the next 36 hours because uh, we'll be right back at it on Thursday night, you know, pretty quickly here. Um, yeah, Bria, no, I think that, you know, Bria's identity is, is, uh, you know, really about defensive intensity and, and, and energy and her length and size, you know, causes problems for people. And, you know, a lot of times she's right in the middle of, you know, some of the turnovers and some of the situations that are being created out there that and maybe she doesn't get the steal or, you know, the stat that comes with it, um, you know, but she's doing the best job she can out there. Um, you know, it's an entirely new team, new situation. Uh, you know, she's she's a mom. Uh, you know, she's come back off, you know, coming uh, off of a knee injury last year. So, you know, she's balancing a lot in, in this new situation. Um, but but she's been solid and, um, you know, she's not the only one that hasn't been able to find the basket at times. So, um, you know, she's going to keep working at it just like the rest of us will. And, um, you know, I, I, we're still finding some encouragement and, and some positivity here because it, it can't be any worse for us in terms of being able to make open shots uh, as a team. It's just not going in for us right now. Um, and, and we've still had, you know, some legitimate chances through a majority of these games, um, you know, to be within a few possessions, you know, late into second halves. And, uh, you know, if we can make some shots, you know, maybe, maybe we can turn some things around and, and be able to string some, some wins together. Coach, when you have nine players available and then you end up going with the eight-person rotation, um, what's the – looking for a little bit of insight – What's the thought process of starting, you know, three of your traditional natural ball handlers and not necessarily having one available to come off the bench? Although I know that Brittany Sykes can do that. Yeah, I mean, I think tonight, um, you know, wanting to get us off to a better start than, you know, both of the starts in Chicago were poor. Um, and, you know, having that additional ball handler decision maker in there um, you know, I think it was really good for us. I mean, we, we started strong. I, I, it was hard for Dallas to keep up with our pace um, at the beginning of the game. And, um, you know, and I, I think the rotation, uh, you know, even if all three of them start, like, the, you know, being able to get one out early. I mean, KT picked up a couple fouls, so they kind of made it natural to, you know, end up getting her off the court and, and getting, you know, Sykes into the game or another wing player. Um, so, you know, I think overall, 
you know, that, that, that was fine. Uh, um, you know, I think we just, again, have to continue to work to figure out, you know, how, how do we continue to find the right balance, especially as, you know, as numbers get lower, right. It, it automatically means that people are going to play more minutes. So, you know, whether they're starting or coming off the bench, we, we, you know, just finding a way to, um, you know, to build some consistency into, um, you know, into our play, but, um, yeah, good question. Um, again, I, I, I think also like, uh, having somebody else out there that, that was comfortable with the basketball in, in their hands, like Coop, um, you know, I, I think that led to, to Christy having a few more opportunities, um, you know, cause that, that's a third person that can get places with the basketball forces the defense to, to react. And then we can, we can get the ball out to KT at times when she's off the ball and get her some more opportunities. So we'll look at it. Um, main thing is for us to, you know, uh, get healthy, stay positive, uh, you know, travel back to LA safely and get ready to go for Thursday night. Hey, Christy, uh, co coach talked about um, you just getting more shots up tonight and, and it worked out for you. Um, how do you see yourself, you know, maybe finding a rhythm here? That's it, just finding the rhythm. Um, you know, I've, I've always been an efficient player. Um, so, you know, when I do get those shot opportunities, uh, good things usually happen. So it's just a matter of, um, you know, us still learning one another, how to play with one another, um, you know, understanding how to, how to set people up, how I need to set people up to, to get looks. Um, it's both ways, but tonight was, uh, you know, a good night for me offensively. And as far as us developing rhythm and, and understanding, um, it was, that was a, a positive takeaway. As for the team, what did you see that happened in that second quarter that allowed Dallas to make that run? Yeah, I mean, they were the aggressor. You know, I thought we started off strong as far as uh, setting the tone, um, setting the pace in the right way, defensively being active. Um, you know, basketball is a game of runs, and Dallas had theirs for sure. Um, you know, we expected that, but they – we struggled – in shot selection offensively. And so that made us struggle getting back on defense. I think that was the biggest thing. Um, you know, good shots for us lead to lead to our defense where obviously we were, you know, very strong and, and take a lot of pride in, but um, we had, you know, a couple, several moments where, um, you know, we were just kind of lost and we, and we couldn't figure it out uh, as a group. Um, and that kind of led to, uh, you know, things not going well on the other end. And, and that's, you know, where obviously we take a lot of pride in. So um, we can't allow offensive looks to dictate that. But at the same time, again, it's just a work in progress of understanding, um, you know, what a good shot is um, and let the defense take care of itself after that. Uh, Christy, I just wanted to kind of get your take on uh, on Bria Holmes and uh, what she's brought to the team. I know right now she's in an offensive struggle and, you know, uh, uh, Fisher had talked about still trying to get everyone in an offensive rhythm. Obviously, you just spoke on that as well. But what is she bringing to the table that it are that is a positive in your opinion? Yeah, I like Bree's game a lot. You know, she's she's really long. She's athletic. Um, you know, she can get to the paint. She can shoot the three. Um, you know, defensively, she can you know guard one through you know four or five, depending on you know who's out there. Um, so she makes it difficult on both ends for the opponent and. Uh, you know, again, she's just another one just having to find the rhythm. Um, hopefully, you know, she's not overly upset 
you know, about her performance tonight. I think, um, you know, the more opportunities that we get used to one another and get used to those kind of shots and get used to the looks, the more easily it'll come and the more natural it'll come because she's, you know, she's a great player. She's a great teammate. She brings a lot on both ends of the floor. Uh, and so we got to utilize that. And, and she just has to, you know, remain confident and, and trust in herself and her abilities uh, because we all do. So I only expect, you know, better things from her. As a uh, knowledgeable player and an experienced player, uh, is there like ever a time when you have like a little voice in your head that's saying like, oh, I should, I should just go ISO and just get this bucket. Like, are you ever like trying to balance? I don't want to call it like a demon, but like that little voice in your head. Yeah. And that is, and you know, that is, has been one of my struggles offensively of just under, finding and understanding that balance. Because for me, um, you know, I've never kind of been that kind of player. I've always, you know, operated in a system and been very much a system player. And, but I also have to understand where, you know, you got to kind of take over in certain moments and, and be comfortable with that. And so that's, you know, that's a, that's a growth part for me as well. Um, it's something that I'm really looking forward to. And, and that's honestly something that I want to, uh, you know, communicate with, with our coaching staff about, of just kind of understanding when those moments are and, and feeling comfortable in them. But yeah, I do have those, you know, should I just, you know, go do my thing? Um, but naturally I'm just, I just love playing and, and utilizing everybody. So it's, it is that battle. I do have those demons a little bit, but, um, you know, I, I understand too, that sometimes it's the services that I need to, to ISO a little bit. So, um, just communicating through all that, uh, with, with our staff and our, and our team, um, yeah, that's 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 on me to to be better with. With the with tonight's game and like the rest of the road trip you guys had, what were some what were some things that you guys can take away from this trip and apply it to the rest of like the season and the next couple of games as well? Yeah, I mean, there's obviously great things that happen, you know, during this trip. Even tonight, um, you know, good good things come out of losses as well. Um, I think you know we were able to establish ourselves and our identity on the defensive end. Um, big time on this trip. Um, you know, Chicago felt us, you know, over the weekend. Um, Dallas felt us at times. Um, but there's there's always growth. There's always a learning curve. Uh, this is a process and we and we all understand that. And that's something that Fish, you know, harped on after the game of just, you know, we're in a construction zone right now. So um, it's, it's going to take time. You know, it, it's it's not going to be perfect. Um, but I think throughout the course, especially when you're on the road and you get battled and, and tested, um, it's not easy to beat anybody on the road. And so the fact that we were able to come out with two wins and come back home and, and be excited to take, to take care of home court, um, you know, we're looking forward to that. But just understanding the process, understanding that this is going to take a little bit of time. Um, but I think understanding our identity and, and continuing to build our identity is something that we've, we've started to establish here on the trip. Tough loss, of course, but I'm I'm just curious if you're aware at all that you just passed Tamika Catchings for seventh overall in WNBA history for three pointers made. Uh, what's your first reaction when you hear that you just passed a basketball Hall of Famer, um, you know, on a list like that? Yeah, well, that's special. Um, you know, I, I don't, I personally don't pay attention to any records or any things. Um, 
but whenever you're in, in, you know, in the company of hall of famers, you know, that's a special thing. Um, and it's something that I've, you know, been working towards, you know, my entire life, especially shooting, you know, shooting the basketball. So very cool, very special. Um, I'm more concerned about, you know, I want to, I want to get wins. So, uh, would have been a little better if it happened on a win, but, um, again, when you're in company like that, it's, it is a very special thing. Hey, Taya, uh, obviously not the results you wanted tonight, but, um, you know, you split the four games on the road, uh, here, what, what are some takeaways, um, you know, things that, that you can build off of, you know, as you can return back home? Um, you know, I think as a team, there's, there's so much positive to look at and, you know, we're new, we're all learning each other. This is only our, what was the, the game? Fifth game. And, um, we have a lot to learn about each other. We have a lot to learn about, you know, what fish wants. So, I mean, I think personally I can do better. I can add more to the team and, um, we have a lot to look forward to. This is just the beginning. Uh, talking about yourself, what are some of those things you feel you can add personally? Um, just getting in the flow of things. I think today I kind of flowed a little better, but um, my shot, um, just being decisive and, um, you know, playing like me, like just getting back to myself and, um, yeah, knowing that they believe in me and, and feeding off that and bringing the energy that I normally bring. I just want to ask, looking ahead, you guys are about to face Chicago for the third and fourth time in the last, you know, what will be five games. Uh, what are your thoughts going into, you know, the next two games against the team that you just picked up your two first victories on the season? Um, I would say I haven't really thought about that because, you know, we just played a game. But thinking about it now, I would have to just say, like, you know, the things that we focus on before the game to just focus on that and let everything else take care of itself and energy and effort and um, just heart shouldn't be questioned at any moment during the game. And then just feeding off that and everything will work itself out. How did you feel playing 30 plus minutes today? And, you know, how comfortable are you going forward playing minutes like that, but also being asked to, you know, get up and down and, you know, push this ball up the court. Um, I'm very comfortable. I felt like good. I wasn't tired. I wasn't like, you know, when it's like a big uh, stretch in minutes, it, you know, it could make you feel that way. Like you're not in shape, but I was, I was good. I felt good. Um, it wasn't the outcome we wanted, but you know, I personally like in shape wise, I felt good. The minutes didn't really get to me physically. Um, I enjoyed it. I mean, not the outcome, but being out there. You guys are playing games back to back at this point. Is there anything in particular that you're doing to keep yourself physically and mentally, you know, motivated and um, solid and put together for all of these games back to back? Um, I don't think it's something specific. I think that, you know, just being here and having the opportunity to, you know, play for the Sparks, be in the league and um, just being present. Like we're having the WNBA season, it's not in the bubble. There's so much things to be positive about. I think that the fact that I get to play another game is what fuels me. Like, it's the little things and just being appreciative of that, I think, um, gets me onto the next, moving along. Like, that one's gone, can't go back, can't go backwards. So, you know, just looking forward to the next day and just taking it one day at a time. 
one of the best things about having these games come so fast and furiously is that you have to have a short memory in terms of mistakes made and losses had, but you do have to correct those things quickly. The turnaround time is very short. Up next for your LA Sparks today, Thursday, June the 3rd at the LA Convention Center against the Indiana Fever at 7.30 p.m. Pacific time. And we heard Christy Tolliver has just surpassed Tamika Catchings in terms of three-pointers made, and and what a great list to be on alongside Tamika Catchings, uh, the face for so many years of the Indiana Fever and still there with the Indiana Fever in the front office as the general manager. Injury report for this matchup with the Indiana Fever. Jasmine Walker, of course, lost for the season with that torn right ACL, and the Agumage sisters are both questionable, Shanae with right knee soreness and Neka with left knee soreness. Special thanks, as always, to Natalie Gilmore, the coordinator of public relations and communications. We appreciate all of her hard work. Game days are not easy days. They are long days. They are tough days. They are challenging days. Never just for the player, never just for the coach. It takes a lot of important people to make a team, to make a game day go and go well and smoothly. Thank you so much, Natalie, Eli, everyone with the LA Sparks organization. We hope you enjoyed this unique look at a game day for your L.A. Sparks. Don't forget to like and subscribe to Believe in Sparks. And you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, Spotify, Luminary, iHeart, and Believe.com. And you can follow Believe Podcasts on social media at Believe Podcasts as well as at Believe Sports. And you can follow me at Stacey Pates. I'm on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks for listening to this episode of Believe in Sparks presented by BetOnline.ag. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.